Let's talk to John O'Shea. This horse is obviously a really talented type, isn't he? A cult. His name is Swartz. He's by Zoo Star from Summer Sham. He costs $1.25 million at the Magic Million sale on the Gold Coast. Um, I think he was lot 574. I wonder if he's a chance of running at the Gold Coast in a few weeks' time. So three starts, two wins. We actually spoke to John on the morning that he won at Gosford. John thought he would come out and do that. In his maiden, he started a dollar thirty that day, and he had to be used up and spend some fuel. But he still bolted in, and then, of course, beaten by the tempo, seemingly at Mini Valley when he he wasn't the best away. And then last start we saw on the weekend what he was able to do, Swartz. But John O'Shea is with us. Good morning, John. On Steve, he's got a really interesting characteristic. When you watch all his head-ons of those three starts, he seems to well leap in the air shortly after the gates open or when they open. Yeah, he's only got the last two. I don't think he did it at Gosford, but. Um, yeah, no, it's not ideal. It's something we need to find out between now and the autumn. So um, we'll give a bit of consideration of how we do that in the coming months. But he's back home now and he'll be in the paddock today for a short break. Okay, so no Gold Coast for him? No, 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 no. He's the biggest fish to fry, hopefully, going forward. 1,400, you had no reservation on the weekend leading into that with Swartz? No. No, I think that ultimately that'll be his pet trip. Um, he's effective at six, obviously, but um, he's got a brilliant turn of speed at seven. And Mac thought when he got beat on him at the Valley, he'd be much better at seven. So that's why we're happy to go to seven on uh, at Flemington. He seemed to relax pretty well when he got to the front there and booted through on the weekend. Yeah, no, he did. He's pretty, you know, he's probably even better when he has a bum to follow as well, you know. So you can see he's got a... Release the brakes on him, he can really accelerate. So, if he got into a fast run seven, he'd be, you know, pretty devastating, I would think. Did you have him? Was there a shin soreness or something as a two-year-old, or you just took your time with him, Schwartz? A little injury in a hind past and um, as a young horse, and to be fair, it's only his second go in the stable, so he's come a long way in a short space of time. You know, despite the fact he lacks a bit of seasoning. Uh, he's still been battling a bit with shin soreness as a result. And, um, we were so pleased with his efforts considering you know, the limited um, preparation that he's had. Mm. He must be obviously a cracking type given the money that was paid for him. Oh, for mine, he was the best yielding of that year. You know, so um, he, he just had enormous quality and uh, he, he's not a big... Sometimes Zustar can get him a little bit cumbersome and... Uh, he's not like that. He's got enormous quality and, and lovely compact conveyance, you know. Rose Manter, of course, are involved in the ownership and quite a few others. Yeah, and no, a great ownership group. And uh, they obviously poured a bunch of money into Australian syndicates. So um, it's it's good that they've got a good horse, you know. It'll encourage them to sort of come back next year and see if they can find another one. And I've heard some comments from you post-race. You rate him really, really highly as one of the better cults you've worked with in, for some period of time, Swartz. Yeah, no, he, he he's as good a horse as we've had for a while. And, um, you know, it was just a matter of him learning his craft and then getting some seasoning under his belt before we sort of go under the walls a bit. So, um, because obviously to win a Group 1 um, in the autumn, he's got to race against the older horses. So we're just going to duck and weave a little bit until he sort of finds out a few little kinks in terms of his execution of his race plan and when he gets all that sorted, well, we might have a look at something then. Mm. So have you had a horse do that, John, in the past? Just, just uh, Mooney Valley was probably more noticeable than the others where, you know, the, the rearing up thing. Have you had a horse that do something like that just um, at the start yeah. of races? 
No, I think it's, he just gets himself. His neck is in a knot there a little bit. And he's in a hurry to get on with things. Um, uh, I, I think he'd be fine. I mean, yeah. I've seen him do it in any of his trials. He never did it at Gosford. And, um, Max sort of hasn't had a lot of exposure to him either. So, um, you know, once I think everyone gets themselves organised, I think he'd be fine. Mm. And Meany Valley, as I said, the pace of the race, it would have been impossible for him to win given the, the sectionals there. But, gee, he was good late, wasn't he, at the 1,200 two ago? Yeah, no, look, he probably wobbled around the bend at the Valley too. So, you know, there's a lot of merit in his run. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you think he could target, John? Or what, what time frame are we thinking we might see him again? What he'll do is he'll make a run in the Derby Munro and, and then probably the Arrowfield and... Um, beyond that, you know, then there's options to go to Queensland. He, like I say, he's an effective seven fellow horse. Obviously, there's a Stradbroke where three-year-olds will get a bit of weight relief, um, but it's just a matter of getting him into the race. So um, I think that at some stage you'll find him in Queensland, um, you know, in, in the winter. And uh, as to what level or what race would sort of be determined by what he can achieve between now and, you know, Easter. Yeah, it's a great recipe, John. As we well know, you've won the Stradbroke, but uh, with Private Eye, of course. But, you know, two years ago, we had Alligator Blood and Private Eye fighting it out. This year, think about it, the Everest winner, the Melbourne Cup winner campaign in Queensland. I could sit here all day and go on about some of the results and what they've done during the spring. Well, it, it, it's relevant because, you know, you've got such a beautiful track and, and the weather's so good for them and it's not an accident that the format of it's sort of um, so strong, you know, so... Well, that's Swartz. Good luck with him. Of course, we've got the Newcastle meeting this weekend with the Hunter, with Marzu, and far too easy. It'll be a good field. And you won this, of course, a couple of years ago, didn't you? We're lost and running. And from memory, he wasn't the best away, sat posted and still brained them that year, lost and running. Yeah, no, he was. Uh, he had a bit of a, a you know, class advantage, I suppose. So um, we've got a nice horse going around this year called Dark Destroyers having his first run for us. And we really like him as a horse. Um, whether he's sharp enough at 1300 at this level in Australia but um, we're very confident at some stage he's going to be effective he's a really nice horse Oh he is, he's won a couple of group ones but he loves the wet, he's unbeaten on heavy can you do a rain dance? Well, <laughs> well I would love to have had him 12 months ago when the, you know, when we had Armageddon here in Sydney with <laughs> That's the weather. Right. but, um, um, but uh, look he, he, he will have quit himself really well we're really happy with him and um, if he can run well on Saturday and then go to the Ingham and give a good account of himself, well, it'd be great. Yeah, and uh, Lions Raw placed in the little dance second there to Spangler. What are you going to do there? Yeah, he just go to the uh, Ingham and see if he can't sort of absolve a few sins from last season. So um, he's obviously going very well, and he just needs to draw a gate. And Saltair, she was good fl- at, on the Red Roses, Flemington Week. Yeah, she's in the Thoroughbred Breeders on Saturday at Caulfield and. If ever a filly deserves a major stakes race, so she's in great form, um, and Saturday will be no different. Yeah, just remind me of her run there last start in that race because she got a long way back, didn't she, Salt Hair, down the straight? Well, she just got uh, chopped out of the gates and then got on the back of something taken to nowhere, and, and Blake said he just had to press the button on her a little bit early. So uh, And she was run down in the shadows of the post, so one of Michael's good fillies. So um, I, we're not sort of too displeased with her efforts. It's just about having a bit of luck in the run, and I'm sure when, if she gets that sad day, she can go one better. Yeah, Mumbai Muse, the horse you're making reference to, and you beat home the Queenslander, who's very talented in that race, happen girl as well. A decent enough race. Thanks, John. Cheers, mate. Yeah, John O'Shea telling us a bit about Swartz, the Zoo Star Summer Sham. I think it was, this was the first foal, too, 
of Summer Sham. She was talented. She won uh, three races, including an Angus Armanasco stakes back in 2018. But, yeah, the expensive cult is heading in the right direction and favourite putters were cheering. We actually got a few favourites home there on Saturday for a change. It was a bit of a dry run, Flemington Week, as we mentioned last week, where we had one on um, Derby Day, Riff Rocket. We had none on Cup Day. We had two on Oaks Day, Foxy Frieda. What was the other one? Foxy Frieda. Uh, the Oaks winner. How can I forget? The Oaks winner was favourite for Godolphin. And uh, we had quite a few there uh, last weekend, including this horse as well uh, in Swartz. Actually, see if I can grab those results last weekend. Let me find them. So here we go. Yeah, so we had one uh, Derby Day, none Cup Day. There's a Daisy and Foxy Frieda Oaks Day and four on the weekend, including Imperatriz, of course. They bet $2.15. Um, Deny Knowledge started $3.80 favourite. Um, Mira Massa started four forty favourite, and John Swartz started two dollars and twenty five cents.